This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Guys, working class on DeerCast. Welcome back for another show this week. Appreciate the support here on DeerCast and in WCB in general. Um, very, very appreciated. In studio, my good buddy Scott Bakken is here. Thanks for being here. Yeah. We've done some podcasts the last couple of days. We have. One will come out here in a few weeks, probably, playing catch up on some content. But uh, a couple things to talk about that are new. You are involved with Pope and Young, mm-hmm. which we've never really, I've never interviewed anyone from Pope and Young on the show yet, and I want to. I'm probably like the wrong guy to do it. But. Well, okay. So <laughs> I, I am interviewing somebody from Pope and Young, so that sounded bad. But like, so I've been a measure and a member of Pope and Young since yeah. 2009, early 2009. And then you called me, oh, geez, was it beginning of the summer? Uh, yeah. And you were like, hey, so just kind of explain your role. Oh, yeah, yeah, young. yeah, yeah. I do remember that now because, um, <laughs> yeah, because that, that was so, yeah, when I, uh, when I got elected to the, the board of Pope and Young. Yeah. So you're on the Pope and the Pope and Young board. Right. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, my official title is the second VP, which doesn't really mean anything other than. Um, like my role other than being on the board is like overseeing general membership. Mm-hmm. So within, you know, Pope and Young, you have the different membership levels. Yeah. And the ground level is general membership. But yeah, I remember, uh, cause I've been a member of Pope and Young for, I guess like six years now. Yeah. But then when, I mean, I didn't expect for that to happen. Like, yeah. I mean, I was like, there's no chance. And I basically did it out of peer pressure um and i had no clue what i was getting myself into mm-hmm. um i don't regret doing it by any means but for I, sure. re- I remember 
uh yeah i called you because i was like i'm pretty sure kurt's involved with like pope and young because i remember you saying like you were a measure and yeah, all that yeah stuff yeah so i was like i'm gonna call him and you know <laughs> so and i mean we now i mean we do we do talk pretty frequently about it so yeah it's kind of nice too like you know a couple of conversations we had and i've always kind of thought this like and and by the way, like in this conversation, I'm full support for Pope and Young. I think everybody should be a member if you're a bow hunter. I think um, be a part of some organization that helps with what we do. I think it's very important. Yeah. So join Pope and Young, join Boone and Crockett, join Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, join Whitetails Unlimited, or whatever one you choose, what you think fits you the best. I, I'm an advocate for it. Join it, support it. Hundred percent. We need it. Um, but just right now, for the sake of talking, like. Because I'm the most familiar, and I've been members of other ones too. But I, because I'm a measure, that was I was like so hardcore about measuring. I was like very passionate about it. Well, as I've got older and other career paths in the industry, kind of I measure less. It's a big commitment. It is a commitment. Yeah. Um, our buddy Bucky, which right. I've introduced you to Bucky. Yep. Well, you guys never met Percy. Just talk on the phone. Yeah, right. Bucky should be the president. I think. Pope and Young should look at that guy running the show. That dude is passionate. I'm pretty sure um, at one point, like, he was actually, um, and I, I mean, I, I, I'm going off of my memory of when Buck and I last talked, like, I'm pretty sure, like, he actually was, like, approached for multiple, like, board positions. He was, but he has a very good job currently. That yeah. would be hard, and he's... Yeah, be hard for him to leave, that. and then that's that's what he said. But I yeah. mean, so like, just kind of back up to like what you said about like being a member. Um, like, obviously, we're we're advocating Pope and Young, and yeah. I mean, if you are a bow hunter, like, you should join Pope and Young. I mean, for I general membership, so. it's forty five bucks a year. Like, it's awesome, peanuts, right? Yeah, but I mean, Pope and Young is like the elite group for bow hunters mm -hmm. i mean without pope and young like bow hunting wouldn't even exist yeah like for sure so but if that isn't like a group that you want to get involved with not being involved with some sort of organization you're hurting like yeah i think so the, the cause of being a hunter like at like if you look at the like the reality is it's us versus them them being the anti hunters the yeah. animal rights activists it sucks to think about it that way but that's it really is. what it, it is every day and like a lot of people don't even realize this and it sounds dramatic but every day like Pope and Young Rocky Mountain Elk like SCI all these organizations mm -hmm. are fighting every single day yeah but we don't like the general public doesn't see it mm -hmm. but it is a battle and we are not gaining ground it's no I mean, well them they have. A larger force they have way more money mm -hmm. and they have no quit like they will not stop yeah so not not being a part of an organization you're almost like on their side in my opinion you know doing, doing nothing is more harm than like for 45 you know, bucks man that's like, a good good argument for it too yeah that it honestly that's a really good point and i never really thought of it about that way in that detail and this is kind of like thinking i'm like that's that's how i look at it i mean that's a good way i think to look at it because it is true like i'll be honest i've tried to get in probably my fault a little bit like mm -hmm. none of the other guys on wcb are members of well, i mean they might be members but they're not pope and young members and that's what led to okay now that phone call yeah when i was like hey and because I, I literally, I was driving and um, I had to write this, you know, part of being on the board, like we're, um, which by I, the way, it comes out, you write for the ethic, right? Which our is quarterly, our quarterly publication, which is great. Um, it, it is. I mean, it's, 
Um, there's a lot of really good info in there. Just, I mean, generally every ethic, uh, um, they highlight like a certain species or something mm-hmm. like that. And so you learn, you know, how to score them yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Shows the score sheet there's, and there's, all that. Yeah. And there's a lot like to, you know, dissect here, but, um, I had to write my article for it, which I am not a good writer. Like this, like, this, this, uh, edition is a sick of black tail. Right. Yep. But I, so I am not a good writer. Like that is not, I'm, I've just am not, and <laughs> yeah. I could not come up with a topic. And so that's when you and I got to talking, but I was driving and I was trying to like, I reached out you, to you because I'm like, well, Kurt's my buddy and he's a Pope and young member, but you're the only one I could think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like somebody that has grown up in this industry, I literally could not think of a single person within my inner circle, which is small mm-hmm. that I could call and talk to about Pope and young, like nobody. And that's yeah. when like the light hit. I'm like, how is it? And then that's when I called you and I was like, dude, do you like have any friends that are Pope and young members? And you're like, no. So here, but I never really thought of it. I'm like two, two guys in our, well, mid to late thirties. Yeah. Like, and we can't think of anybody. Like that is a huge. Okay, imagine if we were. So, I have a couple guys that I grew up with, which is why I got into Pope and Young. I grew up with a Pope and Young measure hunting, hunting with them. Not, yeah. I didn't grow up with them. I kind of, I looked at them as like big buck killer. Kind of like idolized them. Same Jeff Powell's a really great guy. He wrote my letter for reference to become a measure. Right, and I'm dude forever grateful for that and he kind of like answered a bunch of my dumb questions early on and yeah. stuff so um but i other than that if i wouldn't have had him around in hunting camp and i was like real close with him he was just kind of around sometimes right i would have never even Dude, thought about pope and young me growing up like so growing up in wisconsin you know um which you know is one of the largest like bow hunter you know participants yeah like pope and young was a cuss word growing up like because of the records program exactly which it is was, good and bad right in, well, in their and eyes and this is like i want to get into this like but um i remember like you'd walk into like a buddy's house and like you'd see like all of, like his dad's or their dad's mounts on the wall and then they'd have like the official the certificate certificate yeah and you'd be like you know we don't that's not why we hunt. no it's a profession yeah, yeah you yeah. know like and you know, like, that's not why we hunt. We don't hunt for like score and all that stuff, which it doesn't matter. Like we all have our reasons. Like if you're into that, cool, like whatever. So my whole life, like I had this, like, like, like voodoo against Pope and young. Mm. And then when I got involved and started learning more about the club, like the scoring part, even though that is like a big part, like they are the records keeper. Yeah. yeah, And it's still the face of what Pope and young is to most people. But that's one thing like when i became a board member like that's one thing i want to like change Mm -hmm. is the stigma that like pope and young it's all about the score and it is i mean every three years we print the record book like that very much is i mean there's 900 something measures right but also it's fun but i mean well and just like learning how to score different animals like it doesn't matter if that's what you're about like it's still cool, but there's still so much like that the club does. Yeah, that has nothing to do with the score. So like we call it the three pillars, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, go, it, we're talking about the membership thing too. Yeah. I want to go go back on that a little bit before we go any further. And yeah. maybe that's where you're going anyway. But I have no clue where I'm going. Okay, I'm, I'm well we're in this together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're just co- having a conversation. So, but imagine like you said, you know, we're in our mid thirties. We can't think of anything like, you know, Bucky's my buddy, you know, but Bucky's been involved. I met him through the podcast and Bucky's 
um he he's like the generation above ours right. you know what i mean so like bucky i look at him as like father figure right ish, you know yeah um great dude passionate guy like love now having that guy in my life um but he's the only other guy that's like a member but go back the future of these clubs is our generation and then the group of kids and guys underneath us and that's that's the scary part so though. imagine if and then we're 25. And, and that's not just Pope and Young, though. I mean, that's all every these of, organizations. Every of them. Yeah, like, we're not bagging on Pope and Young. We're having no. this hard conversation for a benefit. And, and I, as one of my articles, like, I actually looked at, like, our general membership, like, the age bracket. Mm-hmm. And it is, like, it's not good. And, again, yeah. that's not just Pope and Young. That's all these organizations. Yeah. Like, it's – and trying to, like <clears> – <throat> like dissect and like nail down okay why is the younger generations not getting involved mm-hmm. like what is it and you know i think like again not to pick on pope and young but it's i mean it's it's the closest to home for us right the scoring thing is a big thing right that yeah. is a big hang-up for a lot of people and i get that like yeah it was for me and it still is like mm-hmm. i i mean i don't know if i've had a single animal like officially well i know i haven't had a single animal officially scored but yeah um but why, what is it, like, why aren't they getting involved with, like, Mule Deer Foundation, Rocky Mountain Elk, like, SCI, Dallas Safari Club, Sheep? Right. Like, there's, I mean, you pick one. Mm-hmm. But why is the younger generation not getting involved? And that was, like, my big question to, like, you when, mm-hmm. we, when we started talking. And, like, so I reached out to a couple, like, guys that I knew that were in the industry. And I was like, hey, like, are you a, are you a member of any organizations? They're like, no. I'm like, well, Why? Like, eh, I don't know. I don't really want to spend the money on it. And I'm like, spend the money. I mean, yeah. like I get like, especially now, I mean, inflation, the cost of, you know, gas, eggs, all that bullshit. It's just like, another thing to pay for. Yeah. I get it. You know, yeah. but yeah. at the same time, you know, again, it goes back to like, if you're not part of one of them, you're not helping. So I do, I do like that thought process on yeah. that. It's aggressive, but it's, it's probably very it's, true i mean it is i mean there's no other way to look at it like yeah if you're just gonna sit and idly and be like oh i'm not gonna get involved like it's not my fat it's not my fight like it is your fight yeah it's all of our no fight. you're 100 right and everybody's like well you know that'll never happen like you know they'll never take hunting away i'm like look at like they're shutting look, it down look, look in at, some areas man exactly i mean look at like inner like one of the big fights that pope and young got involved with was inner city bow hunting in georgia mm-hmm. like and I, I don't know the all the details. I just remember like when I came on board that they were kind of like wrapping that uh, wrapping that up. Mm-hmm. But like they are, it's just we don't see it. Like, right, right. They're doing it behind the scenes, and it's not in the limelight. It's not covered by the media, right. and that's all on purpose. Well, right? dude, I mean, there's so, other obvious examples. You can, I mean, there's a bunch of those small examples all over the world. Yeah, you know, even talking about we, you know, hung out the WCB bar and talked about uh, South Africa, right, and different countries in Africa and hunting and not hunting and how people are quick well, to shut that down. But yeah, I mean, look at like Botswana. Like we were talking about <clears> that last night, right? Yeah. Like I mean, after like 15 years. Fi- like hunting is finally allowed in Botswana. Yeah, like, I didn't know that it w- you couldn't yeah, hunt there, you know, because yeah. I'm just learning about Africa, you know. But yeah. but, but I mean, mean go even, to even in like in Europe. I mean, there's places in Europe where unless you are part of the elite, like yeah, like royalty, mm-hmm. you can't hunt. Well, too, and like let's think of, uh, some obvious examples: grizzly bears in the lower 48. <laughs> you want to go walk around Northwest Wyoming right now without a firearm? Do you, know you feel many, safe? You know how many grizzly bears get euthanized every year, like that we don't even know about. I would have no idea, but it's like in the hundreds. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, 
There, I, and that's that's a wasted resource. Well, didn't one of the eastern states just ban black bear hunting as well? One of the oh, uh, New Jersey, I think it is was it New Jersey. Uh, it, it, I don't think it passed. Oh, uh, I thought it did, but they, they, they were trying to. But that's a good another. Maine, I mean, Maine, uh, they shut down black bear hunting in like in the past. God, that's so weird. Yeah, but also that goes to our point here. But another thing, what I do like, <clears throat> well. What what do you think before I go, we go any further? Why do you think that kids aren't? You think they just don't look into it, or it's just inconvenient, or you think it's just a money thing? Um, I I really don't think it's a money thing at all. Yeah, it's, because I mean, you yeah. look at it, and again, like you know, it, you know, like again, like the cost of everything is going up, but yet people are still spending money. You know, I yeah. mean, th- there is still money like out there. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's a financial thing. I think. <sighs> You know, and again, it, like for Pope Young, I think it's the like the mentality, like it, and again, not picking on Pope and Young, but again, it's it's the low hanging fruit here. But like, it's got the stigma that like it's the the old rich white man's group. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. Th- there's it, certain stigmas that go along with like each group. Yeah, and like for me, like my big hold up with not joining earlier was one, you know, the scoring thing, but two, it's like where okay, so if you know, if I spend the money, like, where's, where's that money going? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what am I getting in return? Yeah. And I think that is a, like, we're so used to like spending money and then we, we get something in back. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so when you spend money for a membership, but yet you don't physically like get anything back, I think that there's like a disconnect there. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, like one thing that like Rocky Mountain, uh, elk does like really well is like the promotion of like oh you know 4.4 million dollars just went to opening up public access and stuff like that like they do that very well Mm -hmm. but other than that like i mean there's a lot of battles and like conservation efforts that are done behind the scenes that we don't see yeah um and i think that's like there's just no tangible like product being exchanged yeah that makes sense but i I also think like you know there's like this um like tribal instinct, right? Like that we're losing where it's like, and and whether it's like social media or whatever, like there's those that like the feeling of belonging Mm -hmm. and those that just want to do like lone wolf it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think there's like a lot of societal issues. And I mean, again, like you're going down a a rabbit hole, right? For sure. You're not going to solve those problems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, society is going to hell in a (laughs) handbasket, you (laughs) know, but So I, I think it is just like the younger generation, like they're just so caught up into, you know, like, like, well, I, I mean, like we're out of TV shows, right? You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like living these like false like realities mm-hmm. and, you know, again, it's, it's kind of like, it's up to the organizations that I, and I think they're kind of failing, you know, like yeah, I, if you're yeah. not directly marketing to that, to those generations, mm-hmm. you're losing them. Because I always felt that too, being because dude, when I did my measures class, I was eighteen or nineteen, and I was the youngest guy in there by twenty five years, probably. Oh, yeah. When I was there, and and uh, I just always felt like I felt like I was the young dude in an older man's that's, club. That's how I feel. Yeah, because I mean, it, it, it when you look at and I, I don't remember the exact like breakdown, but if you look at like general members for Pope and Young, like 40 years old and less, like we make up like 
it's like less than fifteen percent. Oh no, kidding! Of the membership, so it's it's it's, thir- it's forty five dollars to join for a year. For a general membership. So I think what I do is I just pay for a two year membership. There's a discount if you pay for a two year. Yeah. Yeah. So then and then you have lifetime. But here um, they have a like I'm on popeandyoung.org. Um, so you can sign up youth members for ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Youth memberships. Youth memberships are ten dollars annually and include the following benefits: entry in the Junior Outdoors Program drawings, one year subscription to the Pope and Young Ethic Magazine, uh, four issues. Personalized membership card, uh, invitations to Pope and Young events, Pope and Young wristband, special office for Pope and Young youth, access to the members only area, participation in the club's youth bow hunting recognition program, which is cool. Um, yeah, they have youth bow hunting awards now too, which is cool. Yep. Um, the Big Three Award. Oh, the, I didn't even know this was a thing. That's kind of neat, huh? Yeah. Awesome. And then, but another thing about Pope and Young, which I've, what I've always liked is like their mission on fair chase. Yeah. And I know, uh, Boone and Crockett's like similar. Um, and that's, I mean, it, so, I mean, we, we've been picking on, you know, Pope and Young, but like, there's a lot of like synergy between Boone and Crockett and Pope and Young. Yeah. Like they're very, very similar. And, and, and again, I think, uh, touching on this, like the rules of fair chase and I do, think that some of that is a little over the top yeah. and Pope and Young will probably murder me for saying this, but whatever. Um, it is, I do think that's also part of the reason why we don't see some of the younger generations because yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, technology is becoming a huge thing in the, in the hunting industry, right? So this like, is where this conversation gets to the point where we're going to get comments on it, which is great. Right. Like interaction. This is good conversation. Like yep. we, this, this needs to happen. Yep. And I like, the this is our th- we're not moving this line even you though have, i mean you have you have to stand for something because right? where does it stop because i remember when years ago we did the vote in pope and young on lighted knocks because right. you used to not be able to enter deer in the record books if you shot it with a light well, and, and how long was it to where you couldn't enter an animal if you shot a bow over 65 percent let off yeah i mean but that, you had an asterisk yeah and i don't I mean, know if they still was, do the asterisk or not um I don't believe so anymore. And like they even, they used to highlight whether it was um, traditional or like uh, modern compound equipment wheels. (laughs) Yeah. And we're not doing that anymore, but you know, again, this kind of goes back. Should should I read the rules of fair chase? If you want to, I think it'd be cool. So this is on in some some of this stuff. Like I'm looking like at some of the first like couple bullet bullet points. It's, I mean, it's common freaking sense. Well, yeah. The the term fair chase shall not include the taking of animals under the following conditions. Helpless in a trap, deep snow or water or on ice. Okay. Of course. Yeah. From any power vehicle or power boat. All right. I'm on board. <laughs> by jack lighting or shining at night. Great. Yep. Uh, by the use of tranquilizers or poisons. Okay. Makes Fair sense. Enough. While yeah. inside escape-proof fenced enclosures. Okay. Yeah. Get that. By the use of any power vehicle or power boats for herding, driving animals, including use of aircraft to land alongside or communicate with or direct a hunter on the ground. Uh, by the use of electric devices for attracting, locating, and pursuing game of guiding the hunter to such game, or by the use of bow and arrow to which any electronic device is attached, with the exception of lighted knocks and recording devices that cast no light towards the target and do not aid in range finding, sighting, or shooting the bow. Um, other can uh, any other condition considered by the board of directors as unacceptable? So then it goes through to yeah, there's a bunch and, of, and there's like I mean <clears throat> you know there's more in, into it like. Um, you know, the use of like electronic optics, like, I, I mean, whatever. I mean, I like a bow sight that ranges it for you. Exactly. Yeah. Like, okay. Like I could, 
go along with that. But I mean, you can't have a laser off your bow sight that hits the deer with your it's bow. It's all about like still like it's it, like it's fair chase. So giving the benefit of the doubt to the animal, right? Which, yeah. You know, you can use whatever modern day equipment you want. The animal still has, the, I mean, the odds are in their favor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Their, their will to survive and stuff. But, you know, like the use of like cell cameras, like if you harvest an animal with the use of cell cameras, can't be entered. Yeah. Which is like most people nowadays. Everybody. Like if you break it down, I mean, even if it like, even if you weren't on your couch, you're like, oh, it just went off. And then you run out well, and kill and, them. And that's where like, I, that's where I think it's getting a little too far because first of all like on no, the fair chase thing or, or on the cell cam well, thing uh cell like cell cam being considered not fair chase okay like, yeah because one like none of us are sitting in our stand and like our phone goes off and it's like oh that buck was over at this spot like i'm gonna go run over there like nobody does that yeah you know and that's yeah. but i mean again like you have to you have to draw those lines in the sand because mm-hmm. technology again it is becoming such a huge part of the hunting industry yeah, like what's next exactly you yeah. know so if you don't set those precedents early then like once the lid's off the jar you can't go back you know but right yeah i and again i think that it's all just part of this like you know the younger generation they're very much like response driven like mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to do something, I want immediate like yeah. gratification, satis- satis- being satisfied with it, right? So, yeah. you know, and and that was like, I mean, going into a whole nother like category. Of, People forget bow hunting is hard. <laughs> it, well, it is. It, I mean, but even with the use of like all this technology, it's still really hard. Still hard, yeah. You know, what I mean, you still have to do the scouting, you still have to put the work in, you still have to practice all that stuff. But yeah, you know, and like the working class guy, you know, working nine to five or whatever. You only have a couple days, you know, a month to get out. Like you're going to want to like stack the odds in your favor, right? Yeah. Like as much as we love just going out and spending time in, you know, the outdoors or whatever, like, and especially me, like as a business owner, like I do not have a lot of free time, but <laughs> right, yeah. if I am going to go hunt, I want to make sure that it's time. Well it's going to be the best hunt you can have. Because otherwise that's time I could be spending back at home. That's time I could be spending back at work, whatever. Yeah. So there's, there is a line there. And then like you get into like the use of crossbows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's well, a that's, whole nother. So I just pulled up the Pope and young. So they do like definitions of what they consider like uh hunting arrow, hunting broadhead, like different equipment. So like a hunting bow under this is, I think this is like good to read. Don't you think like uh what the, the Pope and young club has established the following standard definitions of bow hunting equipment, but in like a, a lot hunting of, bow. like a lot of this to the, like, just reading it from here, like if you read any like state regulations, a lot of this verbiage is in like their state regulations. Right. So it's not like Pope and Young's like this is it. I mean, yeah. So again, some of it is like their, you know, their words, but a lot of the same verbiage you find in for sure. Yeah. State it's, regulations. So yeah. It's, it's not like it's not that they didn't write this. and expect everybody to abide by it type no. thing. Yeah. But it's just interesting. Like um, a hunting bow for big game shall be a long bow, flat bow, recurve, compound, or any combination of these designs being the following requirements restrictions. A device for launching an arrow, which derives its propulsive energy solely from the bending and recovery of two limbs. <laughs> the bow must be hand-drawn by a single and direct, uninterrupted pulling action of the shooter. The bowstring must be removed from the brace height to the full draw position by the muscle power of the shooter's body. Muscle power. The, the energy used to propel the arrow shall not be derived from any other source such as hydraulic, pneumatic, mechanical, or similar devices. These limitations shall not exclude uh, the mechanical leverage advantage provided by eccentric wheels or cam. Uh, where are we at? So long um, as available energy stored in the bent limbs of the bow is a sole result of a single continuous and direct point effort by the shooter. It must be handheld. 
One shall hold the bow on the uh, and draw with the other hand, uh, draw on the bowstring. The bowstring must be moved and or held at all points in the draw cycle entirely by the muscle power of the shooter until release. The bowstring must be released as a direct and conscious action of the shooters, um, either relaxing the tension or the uh, of the fingers or triggering the release action of a handheld release aid. Yeah, um, that's a lot. Basically, exception, physically handicapped bow hunters shall be accepted uh, from the requirements of holding or shooting the bow so with their can, hand. You can use a mechanical aid if you're, if you're physically handicapped. Okay. Exclusions. Fallen shall not be considered a hunting bow. Number one, a crossbow. Right. <laughs> uh, they are very anti Which, for Pope and Young, I get it. 100%. Now, is Pope and Young actively going out and trying to stop crossbow seasons? Not that I know of, but maybe they are. They have. <laughs> okay. Okay. I didn't know that. They have. Um, I mean, but I mean, again, it, 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 and you know, that's like, that's again, like another one of my big holdups. It's like, is that really where we should be focusing our efforts? You know what I right. mean? Like all these other battles, like, do we really want to be fighting <clears throat> the crossbow thing? But again, it's an internal if, battle. If you don't take a stance, it's something that could right. spire out of control. And I mean, I don't care. Like, any hunt whatever you want, you know, but yeah, I do think, um, like I agree with Pope and young and the fact that like, if you, if you harvest animal with a crossbow, it should not be allowed in the record books. Like yeah. I agree with that because yeah. but there's is, other record books for that animal. hundred percent, you know, like, yeah. you know, there's bow hunted United, which is, you know, ATA's yeah. nonprofit, like mm-hmm. they're all inclusive, you yep. know? So yep. there are, there are spots and, and it goes good back people to there, like, by the way, I've had some good conversations. Very good. I mean, it's a great organization. It, it's, in my opinion, like Bowhunters United, it's it's a it's a great way if you don't know where to go. Like if people are listening to this and they're like, Well, there's so many organizations, I don't know what to join. Like it is a lot, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. do your research, but if you don't know, Bowhunters uh, United I'm is a great is a great starting point and then you can grow from there. So like and that's one thing I like my my dream is, you know, if there was a way like all these organizations to just like come together and be like, look, like you do this, you do this, you do this, but what if we all united, right? Yeah. And, you know, came together, but you know, that that'll never happen because everybody's got their own initiatives and that's fine. But, um, yeah, you know, it just goes back though. Like, like if you don't know where to go, just pick one. Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't matter. Just well, pick one. It's like bowhuntersunited.com. Uh, we are bow hunters. Bow hunters United works to protect the bow hunting opportunities, defend against threats to the future of hunting, and grow bow hunter participation by using the bow hunting community into one national organization of bow hunters. Let's see how much of membership it. I think it's twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. Yeah. Um, I'm actually. I am a member. I am a member of Bow Hunters United, and I didn't think of that. Thanks, Scott, for bringing that up. It's but a newer. It's a newer organization, but I mean, they when they first came out, we did a podcast with them. But uh, I want to get them back on. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, twenty five bucks. Yeah, I mean, but they're there again. Like, I mean, there's so many options. Like, just pick one. Yeah. You know? Or and and I mean, this goes into like every single one of these organizations have like their own conventions. Like, I mean, take the time to like we're coming up here in in April is the uh, biannual convention for Pope and Young. I've never been to one. I need to go. It's awesome. I mean, and and it it's it's a lot. Like, it's overwhelming. Um, you know, I remember my first one. I was like, I don't belong here. Like, really? Well, I mean, it's it just. It, it's a lot of very experienced and um, accomplished bow hunters. I mean, you're mm-hmm. talking about like super slammers and you know, like guys that have traveled, like well, and gals um, yeah. that have traveled all over the world. And you know, that's I'm just not there yet. You mm-hmm. know, hopefully one day. You know, like yeah, but but you don't need to be though. You don't because everybody there is like they all have the same 
like goal. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's to protect hunting, you know, Wait, and, well, and that's great to like talk to people like for sure. Yeah. You know, like we were talking about Tom Miranda, you know, stuff yeah. like who's completed the super sand and, and, uh, has videoed it. Mm-hmm. What better like knowledge to like pick somebody's brain. Yeah. You know what I mean, for like, sure. By the way, and, great video series on oh, that. It's, it's awesome. So yeah. I met him at ATA years ago and I, I saw he had a Pope and young I, dude, I'm telling you, when I became a measurer, I was hardcore, dude. Oh, yeah. I had the measures, <laughs> collared, embroidered, Pope and Young measure yeah. thing. like, and I, and I don't want to say I lost steam on it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I still I like it. I still love measuring deer, but I used to like advertise to measure deer. I was mm-hmm. just like ambitious for that. You right. know? And not that I'm like. But that's great, though. I mean, it was like, great. But I was only, I was like, I just, it was we- not weird. It was probably cool to the other guys that would see me or whatever, but right. also it's like it's, uncommon for it still would be uncommon. Right. Well, and and again, so I I just thought of this when when you mentioned that. Like so, you know, when you mentioned, you know, like these accomplished or when you think about like all these accomplished bow hunters and stuff and you know, that have been bow hunting for thirty, forty, fifty years, whatever, that have been all over the place and um you know, it, it's like, so think about like our, our own group of friends, right? Mm-hmm. Or or just like people you meet and you yeah. show them a picture of a buck. What's the first question they ask you? Where was it? Or what that what that score? Yeah. Everybody asks it. Yeah, that's so true. It's like if we don't hunt for the score, then why does everybody ask? But the thing that's with Pope and Young is like if I tell you I shot a 170, but then I go and have it officially scored and it only nets like 157, now I'm going to be like, well... That yeah sucks <laughs> so, I, I, I measured it and it was 170 it's like well that was gross which you know there again that goes back to like you know i'm a fan gross oh i think let's that's what see. they say nets are for fish right i but, love and that's the thing every time so when i was that hardcore measure kid mm-hmm. i've killed some really good bucks at a really young age like when i was i don't know a couple years into pub young i killed some bucks that didn't net well because mm-hmm. they're mainframe eight pointers. I have a hundred sixty inch mainframe. I mean, okay, so but had, in my head, I told everybody that these bucks were like small bucks. I remember showing pictures and be like, "Oh yeah, he went this much." I'm talking hard net in the book. Mm-hmm. And guys are like, "That deer looks way bigger than that." I mean, it is. It is bigger. Right. And, but I just was like so to the book. And that well, and that's the thing though. Like net, it just gets you into the book. Right after that, I mean, that yeah. deer is a one seventy. Like that is what he is for sure for every inch of antler. It's just so to get into the book, and I mean, you use the net. Are they? Oh, they are doing gross. So, um, so in the ethic, every quarter they do um, thirty three recording period uh, partial listing. So uh, they do like uh, Alaska brown bear, black bear. They have all the categories in here, which is great. So let's go to like the whitetail, typical whitetail deer, right? At the top of the charts in this book, winter twenty twenty two issue, um, one eighty and seven eighths typical net one eighty eight and seven eighths gross typical Bradley Rayner, holy crap from Mercer County Illinois, that's where we're at. Yeah, I just put our own spot on blast. See, that's cool. You know, now everybody's gonna come hunt here. Good job. They're already trying, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just kind of neat. Like you. Like that's what you but, can see, but there it is, net and gross. But they call it score and then gross, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Which call it net and gross. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the gross is still the score. Right. Don't not call it the score. Right. That that's how I look at it, right? Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it's kind of neat to see this. So non typical 
two thirty nine and six eighths net two forty two, gross. Mm-hmm. Tyson Smith. Oh, that's the outfitter. Hunter Outfitter. Oh, Tyson Smith, Fulton County, Illinois. Not too far away. Yeah. So Illinois and Kansas. Wisconsin pretty much run. It's just neat to see. But well, you're and, right. Like, and, and that that is the cool thing about the rec books is like so you know, if I was like you know, if I was gonna go on a hunting trip or something like that, I'm like, where are my best odds to kill a giant white tail? Just look in the records. Does Pope and Young um and maybe you don't know yet, they used to put out like information every few years. It was like a I wonder if they have it on here. I have one somewhere in like my library, but it was like all the info collected as far like statistical data. Um, like it could be like eighty five percent of deer were shot out of a tree stand, or they they collect that data. I don't. Didn't know. Didn't they used to put out a book every couple years that was? I like, don't know, but they do collect all that data. All that data, though. I wonder if they. Uh, it wouldn't be in there. It wouldn't be. I thought they had. I'll have to look that up. I had, I have one of them, I think, or maybe it was just something they had at the museum. Could be when I took the course. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it, I just thought it was neat to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can buy the record books. It's cool to see your name in the record book. It's also you're a part of bow hunting history. Yeah. Dude, I had this Pope and Young member patch <laughs> on my jacket when I hunted and everything, dude. That's how hardcore yes. I was. Oh, there's a shirt. Yes, yeah, they still weird. got the shirt. Um, oh yeah, man. I'm trying to look for that book to see if it was on here. Well, there you should come to the convention and we can rock the OG. Uh, Dude, my shirt's probably all nasty. I probably have to iron it out and stuff. Will it even still fit? Uh, ooh, I might have been a medium in the day. <laughs> I'm a large now. <laughs> it might not fit. It's all unbuttoned on the bottom where my yeah. belly's at. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, I've been a measure for a while. They're like, yeah, you have. Yeah. Been a while, bud. It's been a while, man. Too much beers, huh? Yeah. Which, by the way, we've been drinking coffee this entire episode. I know. It's disappointing. We're doing a morning show. Yeah. Well, dude, I think it's all good conversation. I love the conversation. I think it's, um, you know, I think it's one that, like, needs to be had more often. And again, like, it does, like, whether it's Pope and Young or whatever, it doesn't matter. But Mm -hmm. that, like, I do, and again, this is my, like, just my observation from being in the industry as long as I have, like yeah. as hunters, like again, it's us versus them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we are drifting further apart rather than coming together. Yeah. And, you know, maybe some of that is because of like all these different organizations are fighting for memberships and stuff. But I mean, there's no reason you can't belong to more than one, you know, but like, yeah, for sure. If it, if we don't start coming together and like seeing what's going on and like fighting like the battle together, we are going to lose like, and we, yeah. and you know, it's however you want to get involved, like whether it's being like more active in like a local chapter or like, you know, mm-hmm. Illinois banquets at Rocky mountain. Yeah. Or like, I mean, every, one of, the, every one of these like put on local events, you know, like, yeah. but I mean, meeting people and networking, like just getting more involved, mm-hmm. like every little bit helps, you know? And Definitely. so it's, it's just in like I, th- I just think it's so important like like do the research like research some of these different organizations and like just again just pick one yeah you know and none of them are perfect like they all have their flaws and yeah i mean well it's easy to research them all too it's like just there's see what one never fits been you easier. best yeah and yeah. you know like i mean especially like for like us like as board members like we're all like they print all of our information like in the ethics so mm-hmm. 
like if you have questions like reach out you know yeah like that's what we're here for yeah um and that's or we and, can get you connected or hit up bucky he's been on and yeah or you know just like i said search out like when they're holding like the next local like event or something like that you know mm -hmm. but um it's just crazy just how like how many people just sit like idly by and just like <laughs> yeah you know it it's, yeah. it's that's not again like like that's not it's uh, not good no no and i mean just for like the overall health and and again it doesn't yeah. matter like i mean we're talking pope and young so we're obviously talking strictly like bow hunting but yeah even, yeah it doesn't matter like if you're a gun hunter like boone and crockett like, sci doesn't yeah. matter like, i think i'm gonna look at you know this is like spark to fire like i think it'd be fun to do podcasts with some a rep from each mm -hmm. organization one for me to selfishly learn about it mm -hmm. but two if i'm learning about it i know there's i bet you i could pick I'll, I could pick top 20 of my bow hunting homies be like, hey, tell me all the details on an organization that you're a part of. One, they'd probably be like, well, I'm not, or and then they wouldn't know, or who? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. So I don't feel dumb in saying that because I think I'm the majority by not knowing much, but it'd be a good way for me to learn from a selfish standpoint and then for everybody to learn through me. Dude, I mean, I, I'm just as guilty. I mean, like until I got involved with Pope and Young, I didn't do anything. I didn't belong to anything. Yeah. And it wasn't until I got involved with the club that... Like and like I've learned and I saw is like I mean there is a huge like gap and like even like when I got elected onto the board and you know running the numbers and seeing like you know how few of people like our age are involved yeah like the first thing I did was reached out to some of like my close buddies and like all the guys that I hunt in Illinois with and stuff and I was like hey are you members of Pope and Young and stuff and like I bought their membership I was like yeah. I'll buy your first year membership like and then after that like just you know keep it active mm -hmm. and. You know, and I think that's like a lot of people are like, well, if I'm a member, like, am I going to have to like do this or do that? And it's like, no, man, like, you they don't, don't got to go volunteer. You anywhere. can be as involved as you want to be. It's just like, join the fight. You yeah, know? Like, for sure. Do something. Yeah. No, I think it's important. Um, dude, and, I, I, and like a lot of people don't even know too, like, I mean, by purchasing like archery equipment. So like every archery product or whatever, like there's a federal excise tax that are attached to them. Mm -hmm. And that goes towards, well, supposedly, you know, yeah, goes yeah. towards like conservation efforts and educational programs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So there's even little things like that, like make a difference, you know, for and, sure. Yeah. You know, a lot of these organizations like work with like government agencies like that and stuff. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that goes on that like we don't see. But... I just thought of something talking about like buying stuff mm -hmm. if you're ever at bass pro shop my our bass pro has this i don't know if you've ever noticed and maybe they all don't have it but the bass pro in peoria illinois when you go and you check out and you look up at the wall by the checkout there's all the organizations they got the pope and young Blue. oh really it's it's like the big badges yeah. on the wall and i say they're big like you can see them across the whole building but i mean that pope and young badge has got to be that big yeah but there's um a bunch of the organizations on that wall like if you don't know where to start Next time you're at Bass Pro picking up whatever, look up on that wall and take a picture of it and just be like, yeah. I'm going to look into these organizations. That's yeah. If you have nowhere to start, that's a good place to start. And you have an excuse to go to Bass Pro now. <laughs> yeah, like need need one of those. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I don't know. This is kind of – I'm excited it's fun. It's, it's fun to talk about because, I mean – And I, don't, I hope nobody thinks that we're like – I didn't want to. I didn't want to sound like we were bashing Pope and Young in no, any way. But it, it, I mean, again, that's that's the one that's closest. Like, yeah, that's a common organization that we both are involved in. Yeah, you know? and, yeah. Um, you know, like I personally, like I have frustrations with like Pope and Young. Like we all do. Mm -hmm. And again, like none of them are perfect. But yeah, yeah, it's an evolving system. Like over time, like you evolve with the times. But 
Um, at the same time, you also have to stick to your guns and your morals and right. you know, draw those lines in the sand. But um, it is like it's to me like this type of stuff. And maybe it's just because we're getting older. I don't know. But, you know, you know, 20 year old, old us probably would never be sitting here talking about this stuff. Like, I mean, it's almost new to be at the bar having bloody marriage. But, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, but, um, you know, it, it is fun to talk about. And I think, like I said before, it is something that I think needs to be talked about more. It does. Yeah. And I personally, like, I like talking with you now, I'm like, man, I have really failed. Like all these years that I've been involved in the industry. Yeah. And I've done absolutely nothing, you know? And so yeah. now it's like, I'm trying to make up for that lost time, you know, but it's, it's like a, it's, it's a snowball effect. Like mm, for if sure. I can have this conversation with you and then you have this conversation with that person, that person has a conversation with another person. Like next thing you know, like it just, for sure, it's re, it, it just exponentially keeps getting bigger. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. take much, you know? No, it doesn't. And, and you know, I think some people are like maybe I don't know I I'm just an organization could be uncomfortable with like the hard conversations of it's like well like you need someone internally to challenge what you're doing and that kind of keeps you going mm-hmm. like so it's healthy conversation mm-hmm. but um but I mean I feel like now since I've like hunted in Africa it's like I should look into SCI and mm-hmm. I think I said you know months ago that I was going to look in and do that so i just need to get on there see if it fits and then do it that's the thing it's like i'm part of the problem too actively but well, i'm admitting it yeah well admi- i'm gonna try and do admi- better admitting you have a problem is the first step that's the first step <laughs> it's the first step but, i mean let's no, I mean, see i membership i'm i'm right there with you yeah you know what i mean just being honest like you know i could be like oh yeah i'm a member and then someone would look it up like oh, you're not a member but i don't have any reason to uh to lie about it safariclub.org membership Oh, their convention's coming up too. Where, where's that? Uh, I think it's in Vegas. Um, or Nashville. Oh, it is in Nashville. Well, there you go. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, how much is it? I, don't know, I can't see from here. Anyway, um, yeah, and they have different chapters. Mm-hmm. But no, man, great conversation. A lot yeah. of fun. Thanks for coming into the studio and drinking coffee with me. We're drinking it out of bullet whiskey mugs, so people are like, they're drinking booze. But, but no, it's just coffee. It's just really good, strong coffee. It's very strong. I'm like I wound like for it. sound. Yeah. I'm about to start my own bowhunting organization right now. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll, we'll take them on ourselves. We'll go for it. So, all right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed this conversation. I feel like it's a good thing we need to have. Look into some of these. Um, I'll put a link for Pope and Young in the episode description if you want to join and check that out. That'd be cool. And then if you feel so inclined, be like, hey, heard uh, Kurt and Scott talking about you on WCB, and we joined because of it. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. So anything else you want to close out with? Other than, I mean... Like I said before, I mean, if anybody in particular, like with Pope and Young, I mean, like if you have questions, I mean, all of our contact information's, you know, on the website, like reach out. I mean, yeah. again, that's what we're there for. So, yeah. or, I mean, if you know somebody that's involved with a club, like do not hesitate to like ask questions or, you know, look into it. I mean, for sure. And then if you want to find a measure, it's easy. They have a find a measure thing. You just go to the state and you can search it and it'll have a whole list of measures near you. So yep. I get hit that, up by that a lot. Yeah. And that's a great place to start too. I mean, if you have <clears> questions <throat> and you don't know where to go, like find a local measure and pick their. Brand. And if you enter a deer, you get a discount on your membership. You do. So that's cool too. And you can sign up kids for 10 bucks. It's awesome. So, yep. all right. Thanks everybody. Tuning in, listening, watching, go shoot a giant. We appreciate you. See you next week. <laughs>